wouldn't expect you to know the term qualongevity. It's a term that we made up. It's a term that, that we coined to capture the idea of maintaining quality of life across an expanded longevity. When you were mind ramping, you're ramping up the power and effectiveness of your body, brain, and mind. You are mind ramping when you use your powerful brain and mind to achieve qualongevity, to live long and to live well. Hi everyone, welcome to the Mind Ramp Podcast, where we discuss all aspects of how to live long and live well. I'm Michael Patterson, and I will be joined by my colleague and buddy, Roger Anjanson. In this introductory episode, we want to give you a quick idea of, well, first who we are, and then also what we plan to cover in the subsequent Mind Ramp Podcasts. Before going further, I guess we should define the term qualongevity. If you haven't heard the word before, well, that's not surprising since we made it up. Um, we'll go into the word in more depth in the next episode, but for now, just remember that qualongevity addresses two important goals in life. The first is longevity. We want to live as long as we can. And the second goal is to maintain quality of life throughout that long lifespan. The dual goal is to live long and to live well. So the word qualongevity means maintaining quality of life across an extended lifespan. There are two exciting messages that we hope you will take away from this episode. The first message concerns the huge expansion of knowledge about our brains and minds that has occurred over the past two or three decades. More than 90% of what we know about our brains has been learned within the last 30 years. What's exciting is that brain and mind sciences have provided us with a wealth of scientific evidence that supports and guides our quest for qualongevity. Specifically, researchers have done a great job of identifying the protective factors that strengthen our brains and minds, and they have also identified many of the risk factors that weaken our brains and undermine the ability of our minds to find happiness and fulfillment. The second exciting message is that you have the power to protect and enhance your brain and mind. You can take control of the future health and well-being of your brain and mind. Researchers now know that the human brain is plastic or malleable throughout life. So you can shape the structure and function of your brain by making smart choices, by systematically reducing risky behaviors while adopting protective behaviors. And the Qualongevity podcasts will show you what to do, why it works, and how to optimize your chances of success. 
Roger and I are really excited about the scientific advances. We're excited about the MindRamp method that gives you the tools you need to put the science into practice in your own life. And we are excited about using these Qualongevity podcasts to share all of that information with you in what we hope is a compelling and engaging way. I want to bring Roger into the conversation, but first let me tell you a little bit about my colleague and buddy, Roger Anions. Roger, Roger started out as a public interest lawyer. He was protecting farmers, helping farmers keep their farms and actually protecting wildlife up in the Northwest. And then he became a trial lawyer. He's doing high-profile cases against big companies, and eventually he just took on more work than he could handle because he's the type of guy who just can't say no to anybody who needs some help, and he burned out, and he became a poster child for uh, burnout among lawyers. He was one of the first who really sort of came out and spoke openly about it, but In the process of being burned out, he was not working. He was at home, not knowing exactly what to do. And his wife, Kathy Sue, brought him an ad from a local paper that was advertising for a van driver. And she said, uh, assisted living facilities, I think they're places where there are lots of nanas. And you loved your Nana. Wouldn't it be great to go and spend time just hanging out with, with Nanas? So Roger thought, no, he'd give it a shot. He went. He was hired. He became a van driver. And then within a couple of days, uh, because he was so, the, the people were having so much fun with him, the head of the place came to him and said, um, we would like to hire you as the activity director. Roger said, don't you have an activity director? She said, yeah, but they moved on. They, they quit, and we, we need an activity director. Roger said, I don't know anything about being an activity director. Said, Never mind. Uh, we will come down. Somebody will give you training. And You should actually listen. We have a longer podcast where Roger tells more of his story and listen to that because he has a wonderful story about the type of training that he got, which really was no training at all, uh, which Roger says was good news and bad news. The, The good news was he could do whatever he wanted. And what he found when he started working with the people were there was they were going through these exercises like chair aerobics and so on that and were not really having any fun. They were incredibly bored, and he just couldn't stand that. So he started playing with them and doing games and inventing games. And more and more people started coming to Roger's sessions. And this was the beginning of a whole program that Roger invented called Memorobics, memory aerobics, and it included all of the senses. There was taste aerobics and smell aerobics and so on. I met Roger when we were both attending um, the ASA conference, American Society on Aging, and it they had, I think it was in 2006, they had their first 
brain health track. And people who were doing work on brain health were all there. And I was, at the time, uh, working for AARP, running the brain health program, the Staying Sharp program. And I was looking for people that uh, I thought, you know, understood what was needed the same way that I did. Long story short, Roger was the last one who presented. And when I saw his presentation and saw what he was doing, I just thought, this guy gets it. I have got to work with him. And I was able to hire him as a consultant uh, to work with me at AARP on the Staying Sharp program. When the the program was discontinued in 2009, Roger and I were, were so convinced that uh, the science was there, that we knew what was needed to be done to help people figure out how to live better lives, better long lives, how to keep their brains healthy, how to keep their minds sharp, that we wanted to continue. So we founded MindRamp together. And we've been working together ever since and, and enjoying it immensely. And um, again, if you want to learn more about Roger's story, my story, listen for the individual podcasts uh, where we tell our so-called origin stories. We probably should also give you a definition of the word mind ramping. What is mind ramping? Here's an excerpt from a conversation that I had with my colleague, Roger Anjanson. Michael, let's start out by describing really what we mean by mind ramping and where did it come from? Yeah, the Staying Sharp program was coming to an end. We were deciding to go and do our own company and we were working together and as we're doing that, you have to come up with a name. We thought, you know, we, what do we call ourselves as we're doing this? And, we, and what do we call uh, something that really tells what we're going to be doing? Because we were just starting out, but we had that wonderful base from the Staying Sharp program and the uh, Brain Health Ambassador program. And I remember us trying to figure out something, and one of us wrote down my initials, R.A., and then wrote down MP, and suddenly, and it was this, this inspiration, <laughs> right. boing, yeah. or AMP is a ramp. Oh, and it's a word, good, yeah, I a, love it. It's a word. playing with it. Right, yeah, playing with the ramp analogy, and then we stuck mind on there. So we had ramp and mind, mind ramp, and then we started thinking about what mind ramp could mean. You can get higher with a ladder, but not only can it be dangerous, but mm. some people cannot climb ladders. But what if it were a ramp? And in theory, anyone who can take one step forward uh, and struggle up an incline that is so gradual that it's just a tiny amount per step, that's, the, that's really the challenge is to find something that someone can move up that not the ladder, but the ramp. And so we added the word brain, and it didn't make sense that we would use brain when we can use mind. Yeah, mind brains, are, brains are too slippery. It would, they would not work <laughs> on going up the ramp. Excellent. Yeah, <laughs> slippery is right. And what we want to do is to really use that mind ramp as a way that anyone can go up to a higher, improved level of function of the brain and function of the mind 
by going up a gradual, gradual ramp. Yeah, and that's the kind of thinking that we mean. We started with ramp, we added mind ramp, and the more we thought about it, as you're saying, the more it made sense in terms of the approach that we were developing and the science that we were listening to. And it also, the ramp also works now that we've been working at this for over a decade, that when, when we talk about a first step, what's your first step? And don't take a first step until you know which direction to go, and then take a first step that's going to help you sustain something we know that if you can find a way as we've designed it to choose the path that you're going to take and design it you know that there's going to be a way that you can do it one step at a time and it fits into our smidgen the power of a smidgen in the right direction and then the second smidgen and pretty soon you're going up a ramp now michael you also uh, uh, advised me and told me wait a minute if you're going up a ramp and you stop moving up the ramp, gravity is going to pull you back down the ramp. Right. That's always fun doing that in a live presentation because we can sort of do a little mime action of slipping down the ramp. But it's, it's a good point because clearly what we want to do is reverse this cycle of decline that starts kicking in, reverse that so we have a, a cycle of incline of going forward and, and optimizing stuff. But before right. we, wait a minute, you, you, what do you, you use this term smidgen? What's a smidgen? A smidgen is a word that my dad used and mm-hmm. he told me that a smidgen is much unless you do a smidgen every day. So and smidgen's a teeny little tiny. bit of something? But if it's in the right direction, yeah. and you know that it's going to be followed by another smidgen in that direction, that's really an analogy to neuroplasticity. It doesn't Hmm. happen suddenly. It happens after effort. And let's go back to the ramp for a moment. Just think of what we've always said, that your choice isn't an essay as to what to do. Right now, it's a either or. You either do something or you do nothing. And if you do nothing, that ramp is going to pull you back down. That's the use it and improve it, the new mindset that we can actually change the function and the structure of the brain, but you have to have a plan to do it in the positive neuroplastic direction, and that's the smidgen at a time. When you use these podcasts and the MindRamp method to put together your own personalized brain health plan and then put that plan into action, we say you are mind-ramping. You are mind-ramping when you ramp up the power and effectiveness of your body, brain, and mind. You're mind-ramping when you use your powerful brain and mind to achieve longevity, to live long, and to live well. We want to give you an overview of the Qualongevity podcast that's coming here. And what we're going to do is to offer a number of series. Uh, The first in the series is Mind Ramping. And Michael, take us through that first series. Over the course of the year, we're going to start out with this Mind Ramping series where we give the theoretical overview. Then we're going to talk about the MAPS method, where we give practical advice on how to create your own brain health plan. Then we'll have a series on the cogwheels, where we go in depth 
sort of in the subject of our book, Strong Brains, Sharp Minds, uh, where we review the risks and protections of each of the, uh, the eight essential cogwheels. Then we'll focus on the skills that you need to sustain your plan and to keep working on your plan to keep your brain healthy. We'll talk a little bit about how the mind and brain have evolved and how we can use that knowledge. And we'll finish out the year with a focus on cognitive activity design, how to design activities to be cognitively stimulating for yourself, for your loved ones, for people you work with. So all of this, I think, will give you a great uh, grounding in how to achieve longevity. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Just to review, we introduced two neologisms, new words that we have created to describe our approach to promoting brain health. One is the term qualongevity, and that's the idea of combining quality of life with longevity, with a long life. One of the things you might want to think about is just what does quality of life represent to you as you are getting older? What aspects of life are going to give you that sort of quality of life that makes it worth living for you? Then the second term that we introduced was mind ramping, and that's really more speaks to the method of achieving longevity. And we will talk a lot more about how to achieve longevity as we go through the subsequent podcasts. If you want to learn more about MindRamp, please check out our website at www.mindramp.org. And remember, if you are struggling with any of the things that we talk about, if you want help with putting together a brain health plan and sticking with it, uh, you can always sign up for a, a free coaching session and we'll talk through how we can help you design an effective brain health plan, put it into action, and develop the skills you need to actually sustain it across time. Our goal is to put out a new podcast each week, so tune in, check out each podcast, and learn how to protect your brain and optimize the creativity and flexibility of your mind.